0: Well, no. You have to go into, uh to the chat now. If you go on the chat and put your number up there, they'll.
2: Oh, all right. Uh huh. Sorry, I'm new at this. I figured they just kept it all on file. So uh huh.
0: Okay, we're on. Evidently, since we can't hear anything. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live. I am Ron Cole, your host... The gatekeeper to the realm, the unknown, the unexplained and the unbelievable going on own van Helsink, and I have no clue why we didn't hear the music, and my co-host, the lovely lead investigator for East Bridgewater's most haunted, and Runway Kerrigan.:
2: Good evening, Ron, and everybody out there.:
0: Uh-huh. What? So who knows what was on the air. I said that you should be bitchier, maybe that was a gonna <laughs> if you were asked, so then you go.
2: I'll do I'll do my best.
0: <laughs> and and what that what that all is about it, is that uh, people are missing Maureen because Maureen used to bitch at me a lot and um so I'm just trying to make you a better Oh uh, I mean, well you know you have to go to a higher standard evidently.
2: <laughs> I'll have to take my bitchy pills before I start.
0: Anyway. What can I do? So, we have a great show tonight. Can't wait. Yeah, me too. Do you know who the guesses.
2: Yes, you told me. d c, c. Carroll. Oh, really? Very excited. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Hmm. wonder who sent me the emails
1: then.
0: It wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have to... I did the, like, the, the coolest thing. Well, I don't know if it was cool. It was. I had to drive all the way to... New Haven, Connecticut, which is like two and a half hours
2: for me. Mm-hmm. Wow, what were you doing there?
0: I was being costumed up.
2: Ooh, yeah. And
0: as soon as I get the little picture, I'm going to put that up on, um, what do you call it? Facebook.
2: Yes. Facebook. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Anyway, okay. speaking of Facebook, I, I re- you know, I went on Facebook like just to. I thought it would be like a cool place to like talk with your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so different now. I mean, there's so much stuff on there. Oh, every, I it. everything.
2: Everything <laughs> I, I mean,
0: I don't understand it. I mean, first of all, you get like a million invitations to like every bar Mitzvah and christening uh, and this side of the uh, Mississippi, maybe around the world. And then you get these things like, join my fan page, and then there's <laughs> like, uh, like this, and I, I don't understand, and then there's like, farms and mafia, <laughs> mafia. I, I have no clue, I mean, I, I don't get it.
2: I'm in the mafia, that's my thing. I kill people. <laughs> 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 it's, just, it's social networking, it's all about connecting with people you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I, that's I, up I get and uh,
0: people that you're interested in, right,
2: but... Yeah. Um, Ignore the people you want to ignore and um, play your games or whatever. I mean, it's whatever you choose to make of it. Well,
0: first of all, I have no time for games. Well, right. So forget the games,
2: all well, right? See, I just play when I'm at work.
0: Oh, that's good. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else is paying for it. That's fine. I understand that whatsoever. Mm.
2: <laughs> this is Any, when I'm uh, not at work, then I don't have time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so what's the deal with the like thing? I don't get that, like well somebody likes this Ian likes this the yeah. pope likes this I don't right. get
2: it it's who just, likes what it's just kind of a, a a stupid little thing um you know there's all these crazy pages out there like we have an East Bridgewater's most haunted Facebook fan page so you can like it uh you can become a fan I and mean, it's just a show it's just so, so what, stupid. what is, it is, that, what is a fan page
0: what I mean I don't get it what, I mean I don't
2: it's, know it's just a you know, Is it like I,
0: an, it's, So it's more like a business type thing, right?
2: Sometimes, yeah, yeah, because you can definitely use it as a business tool, just just like people use MySpace as a business tool.
0: So that's you know, a that's a whole new story. It always wasn't.
2: You know, if if you, it's just a place for people to go and find you and get in contact with you and another.
0: I mean, that's a cool thing. I really like it because, <laughs> like, you know, people you haven't seen for a while, like, you know, there was this this uh, woman that. Uh, uh, Heidi was her name. She she used to run the Holiday uh, Holiday Inn up in uh, uh, North Adams, and I got to know her really well. She had some really cool ghost stories, and mm-hmm. and then I went to call about uh, written some runes there, and she was long gone, so I kind of oh. went through my Facebook, and then I found A. Heidi, and uh, right. I sent it out, and guess what? It was the right one, so it's kind of cool. I mean, that's somebody See? who, yeah, but that's cool, but I mean, I don't, you know, I thought that was, I don't know. Right. And then there's, like, 5,000 friends. You can have 5,000 <laughs> friends, and then you want a fan page.
2: Like, right.
0: I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I want to talk to these people. They like me, and I like them, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what it's all about. I right. mean, you know.
2: Well, like, if you, for, for instance.
0: So I like get 5,000 people. I'm sure 5,000 people don't like me. I probably only got, like, three friends. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> three actual friends. <laughs> but, like, Karen O'Keefe, who was on last week. Yeah. I, I After we were done with the show, I'm like, oh, I really want to look him up on Facebook, and I'm sure he has a fan page, which he does. Well, he has his own page, but he's already maxed out all 5,000 friends. I mean, can you imagine how many people want to, you know...
0: Be his friend?
2: Be his friend. Be, be Karen's friend. Yeah. Um, so he actually referred them. He had to do a fan page and referred them from his page to a fan page. So that now we're on the overflow kind of situation. But it 's a huge it 's a huge tool for people um, you know in business or whatever entertainment yeah yeah absolutely
0: okay, so this is what I want anybody in the in the uh, in my Facebook friends who are actually friends uh, want me to have a fan page then mm-hmm. i don 't know pop me an email or pop me a message <laughs> or instant message me or Send me snail mail. I don't care. Let me know if you want me to have a fan page or not, because I don't know if I want to take on some more stuff to do, but well,
2: whatever. It, it is one more thing to look at, but definitely New England Ghost Project should have a fan page. Ghost Chronicles should have a fan page. I mean... I mean, how many fan pages can I have? I mean... Well, as many as you want.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So uh, among my friends, if there are people who would like to... Do my fan pages for me because certainly I won't have the time to do it. I have never the, don't even have the time to <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. What's the world coming to? I don't know. So what happened to Ghost anyways? We were talking about Ghost.
2: I don't where is our guest?
0: Oh yeah, where's our guest? Well, it should be in any minute now. <laughs> uh CC is actually she's doing this cool thing. She's doing this live event at the Tenney Gatehouse. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's gonna be kind of like uh uh you Tell her how to investigate, so it must be, you know, internet done or whatever.
2: Oh, okay. What What's the name of the place again?
0: The Tenny Gatehouse.
2: Tenny Gatehouse? Oh, you don't
0: know no, nothing about it?
2: I know nothing about it. Tell oh,
0: it's wicked cool. Wicked, wicked cool. Wicked There's, cool. Um, actually, there were three, three uh, millionaires in uh, this area, Methuen and Lawrence and Wyndham, and they had this, like, I guess we'd say competition. They built castles and stuff and walls and buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And while the uh, Great Court Castle was being built, the Tenney Gatehouse was the, the uh, residence of uh, the people doing it or whatever. So, and then when the castle was built, uh, you know, it wasn't. But it has a little history. Monks were in it supposedly and yada, yada, yada. But it's really a cool place. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So guess what? C's on our guest uh, is on the uh, the line here, So why don't we bring her on? I'm sure she knows all this crap. Awesome.
2: So see you there. I'm here, baby. How are you?
0: Good. You know, every time I hear that CC, I always think of that CC Ryder, You know, CC Rider. Never mind. <laughs> hey, by That's by so the long way. Time. By the way, I do want to get this out there now because I actually had some people complain about my voice. I want you to know that I actually might have to go for voice therapy. So how's that? Oh. Your wishes come through. Somebody reached out there in the cosmos and wanted to change my voice, and <laughs> I guess that may happen. So, wow. uh, anyways, I'll just leave that out there. So, for now, I you know, I sound like now, but who knows? I may come back sounding like Barry White. Right? Hello, baby. <laughs> if you've been and been love and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Cece, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Good. And you have an event coming up at the Tenney Gatehouse, House, and I was trying to explain it. It was some kind of a a live event that where people could tell you what to do there and stuff.
2: Yes, in fact, I'm calling you right from the Tenney Gatehouse. House. We had some technical issues, and I'm and I'm going. I got to call into a radio show. I'm going. <laughs> Um, So we're here at the Tenney Gatehouse, and what we're doing is we're going, and everyone says to say hello, Joe Bella says to say hello to you, Ron.
0: Oh, my good friend Joe, I love Joe. Oh,
2: my good friend Joe, he loves you, he says. And uh, Bob Lund is here as well. Oh, cool. um, Hey, Bob. No, he didn't say Bob. Well, the the event is June 16th at 10 p.m., and what it is is the merging of three paranormal networks for one night only to follow me through the Tenney Gatehouse.
0: And it'll be on
2: Para X Vision, Ghost Channel TV, and live sci-fi. And what they're going to be able to do is be attached into my headset to speak to me via um, Skype and my cell phone. And Uh, then also to be able to give chat directions, the host will be uh, Dave Jones from Para X Vision.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We did a similar thing uh, about three years ago. We we did... uh, well, on a Halloween, we did three continents, Australia, the U.K., and we were in the U.S., and it was the same thing. We set up the chat room, and people could contact, mm-hmm. and we actually switched back and forth. That's a great thing, and it, and it was, yeah, that's, that's awesome, CC. I'm going to have well, to try to get to see that myself. When is it? it?
2: It's going to be June 16th, which is a Wednesday night. I like to call it the hump day hunt, which mm-hmm. is really cool because we don't interfere with our paranormal activity or, uh, you know, events on the weekend, and that's at 10 o'clock. And they can tune into any three of the paranormal networks. Which oh, are good, Parent they're not bumping XV. my show. That's great. Yeah, Paraxvision.com. They can go to ghostchannel.tv, and they can go to live sci and check it out there. And um, we've been extremely busy setting this up. But another thing I want to talk about, too, is the fact that I'm going to be uh, with the Food and Spirits, and that's a gig that you do up at the Wyndham Restaurant, and that's this um, June 21st.
0: Right, That's actually um, called Dining with the Dead, but that's okay. Dining
2: with the Dead, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, but I'm going to tell you, I, can, I can't wait to go there. I've, I've wanted to go to that restaurant. I've wanted to participate in your events for a long time, and I'm so honored that you had asked me you know, to do that, and I, I look forward to a great entertaining evening on June 21st with you.
0: Yeah, you're a lot of fun, so I know it'll be a fun night. Yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? We really haven't introduced her properly, so, I mean, I think I would like you to introduce yourself because you know you more than I know you, Does that even make sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I hope I know me better than you know me, otherwise my husband would get mad. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so, C, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? I don't know why I'm calling you C, but I am evidently. That's Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the paranormal and and what you you are doing. I know you're doing this event. You're doing an event with me up at the Dining with the Dead. But, I mean, how did you get involved in the paranormal? What what type of experience uh, uh, have you, you know, had with it? And what's, what's going on?
2: Well, I've been involved with the paranormal, I guess, innocently all my life, not really even realizing it was the paranormal. I always thought people could see and feel things the way I could and, you know, quickly found that wasn't true by the time you got into your teenage years and found that everybody was making fun of you. So <laughs> you just kind of quell it a bit. Um, and But I think the, the sense and the gut intuition with the paranormal, uh, which are a big part of sensitive mediums, um, just was a little bit too much to suppress. So I, I let it come forward, and I started dabbling in with uh, more uh, communication with the spirits and educating myself as well, just not, you know, going out there rogue, always travel with somebody, but to educate myself in the field of metaphysics and uh, ghost hunting and using the technical equipment. And um, I've been the producer of Ghost Stories of New England for about 20 years now. And from that, I spun a product off called CC the Huntress, which is a branding of a, of a character, me. Uh, a lot of the qualities are, are, are me at home and the way I am, I'm kind of outgoing and fun and outspoken, so that's how that character is, and um, what we've done is we do ghost hunting alone. Uh, I don't hunt in teams, but I do go with teams at times. I film a a very good product in places that a normal television crew couldn't go or they couldn't even fit, and that'd be train tunnels under houses in caves or catacombs. I just did a shoot-up called Paranormal Horseback Riding, so we were out, uh, you know, gallivanting on horseback, which was be cool. hard to take the crew. <laughs> yeah, so we do a lot of things like that. And um, to bring it back up to speed, I guess my grandmother taught me dream interpretation. And like I said, I educated myself. I've got a doctorate in um, metaphysics. But I also have a doctorate in uh, technical media communication. I'm state minister, and I also have a physician's license in Corona Reiki. So I did my homework, I, I did get my credentials to move forward and, um, you know, um, just have a fun time with the paranormal and get people to know the way that I hunt and, and the way that I do things. Uh, one thing that makes me different also, not other than being a woman uh, ghost hunting by herself, is I have instant findings where if I'm doing an EVP session, you're hearing it as soon as I'm done with that. So there's no going back to the studio and cleaning it up. I mean, I want you to hear what I hear. It's either there or it's not, and that's my look right. on it. Uh, same thing with photographs. But I don't want to be staring at it looking for a face. I want to be able to see that face like everybody else. That, mm. that is fantastic that you play those EVPs back immediately because um, – hi, Cece, by the way. I'm Anne. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> um, because that is the way um, – the gentleman that I work with on my team, Mike Markowitz, he does that. Like, he, he will say, I just heard this. Come over here and listen to it. Exactly. And, and we do that and, a lot. And okay. there's been so many people out there that claim to be this or claim to be that, and you, you hear these extraordinary, you see these extraordinary pieces of evidence, but yet it seems to all be like uh, had come out of the studio. And right. I, I guess that's cool for some ghost shows, but as far as I'm concerned with um, – you know, validity and, and, and being a rising paranormal personality, I, I really have to, um, you know, push myself forward and do things instantly. We just did a um, a fundraiser for Tourette's down in Clinton, New Jersey, with Bruce Tango, and he's the father of Dave Tango on Ghost Hunters. Also there was um, Dustin Perry, a very good friend of mine. And we went down there, and I know Taps had already gone down and filmed the Red Mill, and they had one great-sounding EVP. Uh, by the time I got done with my sessions of ghost hunting for two days, uh, you know, with these different groups, we had over 19, um, very, um, auditable, uh, EVPs. They were Class A. We actually had 49 EVPs altogether, but I like a limit. If I don't know what they're saying, I could care less. I want to be able to hear them. Right. And so, um, I, w- I was quite impressed and I've been asked to come back and, um, People really liked me, so that, that was good. That was really, really good, and they got to hear immediately. When we got done uh, doing an EVP, I played it right back to them, and they were all just like so happy, and I posted the things on my Facebook, and uh, the response was, yeah, I was in that room. I heard those EVPs, hey. so it, it, it all of a sudden becomes very valid product you have there when you have the audience participation. Absolutely. Absolutely, totally agree. I think that's the way to go um, if you're going to be in that field. And I don't understand why we see ghost hunters coming up with so few EVPs. And, I, I mean, I don't know whether they just don't care or, or what, but, I mean, they're right there. You know, they are. The thing is, the voices of the dead, these people really do want to communicate. It's important They communicate. And I believe a lot of the communication has to be done with people that actually want to believe and are receptive to the communication. You can have ghost hunters and they go out to try to get, you know, these energy readings and all this stuff. That does not mean they're getting energy from a spirit. It just happens to be they're getting an energy fluctuation in their atmosphere and environment around them. But to make it something that may be of human intelligence that has energy Well, that's when you get your your things to move on command or you get the EVPs. Some people are just so into the high tech that they don't take the time to actually communicate with the spirits, and therefore they don't come forward. And we found out uh, a lot that way. Um, Another thing I found out, too, is if you have complete utter utter silence, you probably won't get a good EVP because who wants to public speak? I don't think any ghost would like to do that either. (laughs) No right. pun intended, but that's a fear worse than death, you know, public speaking. So mm-hmm. they're not going to come out. But if you have low talking tones, not whispering, um, they seem to be more prevalent and they'll show themselves uh, readily on an EVP because you can hear that mechanical tone to their voice. They just kind of chime right in. They don't feel embarrassed speaking by themselves in a quiet room. So um, that that's the adage I take to get the results that I get. Right. Absolutely. Now, you produce, you produce a show. Do you produce it through public access? I know you said you're... Um, you know, this media. is... Um, I have done shows for public access. I've also done shows for large cable. I'm right now on four Internet programs um, over the Internet to be watched. I'm on three mm-hmm. broadcast stations, and I just signed with Sony Streaming Media, which they're asking me like in rapid fire, upload, upload this, upload that. And I'm like, I don't have enough hours in the day. Right. So, uh, it's, uh, it's all happening, I guess, pretty fast. Um, as far as, you know, being seen and heard. And I do a lot of, a lot of events and, uh, people are just really into, I think just the in- instant findings and the fact that I'm so personable and I, I answer my email and I, um, <laughs> never poo poo anything that I hear in the paranormal because we don't know it all. We honestly right. don't. We are there to learn just as much as other people are. That's that's true. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, Ian also does a uh, a show as well. I don't know if you knew that uh, she does East Bridgewater's most haunted.
2: Yes, I do know that. Oh, really? <laughs> I do not of Great, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? She says she does and her she... homework. Yeah, she's well, she's a hot hot Better day. her than me, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, Ron, be quiet. She said I was hot. <laughs> yeah, she's what? hot. She's a hottie. Hot? I'm a hottie. Did you hear that?
0: <laughs> Caliente mamacita?
2: <laughs> Cece. Cici. <laughs> no, no, Cici, yeah, Cici's, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, Cece, while I get on here, I, I, I'm, I'm going to touch on other things first, but I, I started off with a rant on the beginning of the show about Facebook and all this okay. uh, fan page and and um, like and all this other crap that's on there. Uh you would favor that or not? I mean, do you think we should all have fan pages?
2: You know what? I'm going to tell you what I think of Facebook. I'm just going to be blatantly honest. Oh, that's I what this show's all about. Facebook. I, had, uh, I had originally joined Facebook with all great intentions, thinking this is wonderful. I even have uh, MySpace pages. And um, just to communicate with people and to educate them and they can get to know me and see what I'm all about. And as my popularity grew, so did not my site. And then I guess someone obviously didn't like my popularity, and they hacked my site and took every single thing that I put up there down. And it really crushed me because I'm thinking, I never heard Yeah, they never the caught too. Always, that was the cool thing. I've always been good. I don't get it. I never talk about people or business. I just don't do that. And, um, and it hit me that I think I put too much value and faith into the Facebook social um, realm there. And so I kind of backed off. I did start another Facebook, and, and, it, and it's growing on its own. I'm not adding friends. They're just coming to me. But I think what I'm doing most of all is diversifying into different uh, areas with Facebook, uh, different social networks, and uh, MySpace. I have my blogs. I have my website. I have different forms of communication, so I'm not totally wrapped up into one in case God knows what happens and it comes crashing to a halt. But as far as, like, fan things, um, I like my personal site, but then they only allow you so many people. So when that goes, then what do you do? Uh, You can start a – I didn't do a fan site. What I do is a group site, CC the Huntress. Oh no! I, no, wait a, minute, wait a minute.
0: What's a group site? This is another. Oh my God! This is more confusing now.
2: Okay, <laughs> they have a, you have your personal site where you can correspond with people. They can post things on your site or whatever, and uh, they have to be your so-called friends. But you never get to meet them, and who cares? And they they wouldn't even show up at your funeral. You know, I don't <laughs> even know why they call them friends. Some of right. them are legitimate friends, but the rest of them, they're acquaintances. They should have an acquaintance page. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, okay, that, that's fine and dandy. But then they have these things called fan pages where you can't do like a mass emailing on. You just post up stuff as a celebrity so people can see it. <laughs> I think that page is worthless, to tell you the truth. Now, a group page is different. A group page, you can mass email everyone in your group. And let them know about upcoming events. They can post things. You can post things. It's a little different, and there's no number or no cap to it. So I I have the personal site, and then I also have my group site, which is very small because I haven't, you know, really told many people about it. But people that do go to my events, I always tell them to get on and join it and, and post your pictures and videos from when we've had ghost hunts together on the CC the Hunters group page, and people do it. They use it, and plus I also post, again, on my Internet page, ccthehunters.com, all the, like, the reliving parts of the past events we've had. So I'm not, like, even cock into that one group page in case that blows up on me again, you know? <laughs> right.
0: So, anyways, I know we're coming up on break, and... Uh we definitely, I know that you've written a book, uh, Goes to the Memrack Valley, and I want to touch a little bit about that. And okay, also, fine. we'll, uh, want to talk once again about your events at the Wyndham, which is going to be kind of cool because I've never really seen you in operation. You, you're the one that actually.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, what does that mean? Okay. All right. What? What's so funny about that? Huh? I just. Trying to figure out how your brain works, baby.
0: (laughs) My brain? If you can figure out my brain, you will be Einstein. Nobody can figure out my
2: brain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe Anne and I can by the end of the evening <laughs> right. I
0: don't think so Anyways, you, right. it's time for our break So you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Live On TojiNet, X Ghost Channel And beyond I am Ron Kolek, New England Zombie Van Helsing She is Anne-Ron Moy Kerrigan Our very special guest is CC Carroll And we'll be right back up the following messages
2: Welcome to TojiNet Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and
1: spooky. They all talk ugly, gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal,
2: the Parrax family.
1: They're strange, deranged. Unrestrained So grab your favorite brew It's time to rendezvous As we give awards to The Fair Eggs Family
2: Hi, this is Cece the Huntress, and I'm going to be the guest speaker for New England Ghost Project with their events, Food and Spirits held at the Wyndham Restaurant in Wyndham, New Hampshire June 21st 7 o'clock. You must purchase your ticket online at www.neghostproject.com Hey, I'll see you there. I'm interviewing
0: uh, C.C. <laughs> 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 you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Live on Togenet, Pararex, Ghost Channel Beyond. I am Ron Cole, she is Ann Corrigan, and our very special guest is the great Lovely, Miss C.C. Carroll. Anyway, you can also, uh, if you have a question for any, either our guest or any of the hosts, you can call 877 864 4869. That's 877 864 4869. Or join us. Live in the Toji Net chat room or the Pararex chat room. And anyway, so Cece, you have written a book called, uh, I forget, Ghost of the Merrimack Valley? Is that what it is?
2: It, well, it's called Ghosts and Legends of the Merrimack Valley. There you go.
0: And And. Go ahead. No, I mean, what possessed you to write that book?
2: Well, nothing possessed me. History Press called me up. And um, I thought it was pretty funny because they actually called me on my cell phone, and I'm thinking, like, how'd they get my number? But mm-hmm. they did. <laughs> um, they called me up, and they asked me if I would consider writing um, for part of their, it's called their Haunted America series. Right. And they wanted the book to be titled Ghosts and Legends of the Merrimack Valley, and they wanted it to be a factual depiction of the Merrimack Valley from its inception all the way to present day with paranormal undertones in it. And I said, oh, great, I can do that. That's right up my alley. My strong point is history with a lot of the shows you see that I uh, create. I'm strong on the history. And then we swing the paranormal and metaphysics into it. And uh, that's why from watching my shows, that's how they approached me, and they wanted the book to be written similar to that. So I went out, and uh, I did have a collection of places I had already visited, but then I went out to visit more places and take pictures. Uh, be like dance hall, for instance. It, I know, I found that interesting.
0: I, I, saw that and now I, I never knew that was haunted.
2: Yeah, that is, uh, that is a extremely haunted building, the old dance hall with Cab Calloway, all those great giants that used to play there from the, the orchestra days and, uh, right up until, I mean, Aerosmith used to play there. Sonny and Cher played there. And the orbs that were flying all around Cher were incredible. And there's such a feeling of uh, energy and magnitude when you're in that particular building that you know that spirit energy is there. Uh, you can just, you can feel it. And then when you're in there alone, you can feel it even stronger. And then I ventured out to other places like the Tewksbury State Hospital, which I actually had the opportunity when I graduated the Northeast Regional Police Institute. I was a police officer for a couple of years in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Oh, God um, I bless graduated... you. You get a medal
0: just for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I could tell you some stories. But anyway, <laughs> we, we we had our campus there for our training, and uh, there were tunnels that connected the buildings. And I said, uh, I have got to go re-back, back and revisit and reinvestigate. And that was just such a, an interesting place. I was also a nurse's aide and, and worked at the Tewksbury Hospital. But a lot of people don't realize that the Tewksbury Hospital was the first publicly funded um, like insane asylum or or poorhouse, and, and and it was the first uh, insane asylum um, in the state of Massachusetts so it, there's a lot of you there then excuse me I
0: said it was kind of apropos that you worked there then
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: nice. I mean that it was uh, the first you know, the history I'm talking on about on the history part of it now oh. not, not the insane <laughs> asylum part oh. oh. I am so misconstrued. <laughs> so
2: misconstrued so <laughs> misconstrued nice Ron insult the guest <laughs> It's to something else. You wonder why she hung up. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like
0: that's never been done before.
2: <laughs>
0: but really, see, I mean, that, that hospital, uh, I've heard lots and lots of stories about the, the Tewksbury Hospital.
2: The Tewksbury Hospital is extremely haunted. Uh, also, believe it or not, the Tewksbury Library, which is sits on the ground of the Tewksbury State Hospital, is haunted as well because it's what the ground was at the time. Um, and there's a lot of things going on there. I've, I've done many events at the Turksbury Library, great events, and I try to tell people the reason why it's so active in this building is because it's the land that the hospital was built on. They did bloodletting there. They, they, had, they, they had babies that, that I believe died of starvation. It was a big thing with Governor Butler, and I had put that inside the book at that time. The former governor... Um, was up in arms about these babies and infants being sold to, uh, you know, medical institutes to train doctors. And oh, yeah. oh, there was a lot going on there. Oh. And I, I, yeah, I put a lot of that in the book. So we have a lot of history, and it's not all pretty history either. Uh, in Andover, Massachusetts, um, they're the ones that should be called Salem Mass because they had the highest per capita rate of people accused for witchcraft Um Yep. Then all over the state, you know, mm-hmm. 80% of their population was accused for witchcraft.
0: Yeah, but there was uh, only six uh, people in the town at the
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. And uh, the thing is, it was a vast majority of women and children that were accused. And right. um, the stories just keep going on and on. And the book is filled with, like, you know, fun places. Country Tavern in Nashua mm-hmm. went there. And a lot of, uh, we got Indian tales and um, a lot of that nice mystique around the Indians, and of course I did keep it factual, and I, and I didn't color a lot of it, but there was a lot of bloodshed uh, amongst Indian wars, and it had not a lot to do with settlements themselves, but they were just infighting each other, and so I, uh, I brought a lot of that history to the forefront.
0: Mm-hmm. See, see let me ask you this, I mean, did you, I, I haven't got a copy of the book, so I'm not sure exactly what's in it, but did you cover the Ocean Barn Mary House?
2: Yeah, what I did not because um, as as well you've got the fiction and you've got the facts of the home. Uh-huh. and I didn't cover it because I there's only so much. And of course, you always want to have a second book, you know. So <laughs> you, 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 had, you had to pick and choose what I thought were kind of like priorities through history. Oceanborn Mary House would be great houses to cover as far as you know, uh, just haunted houses, but. I'm sure the ocean-born Mary house is haunted, but not quite by who they think it is. I think it's haunted by spirits, but not by who they think it is.
0: It, it, the history of that place is absolutely fascinating. Not getting into the, the original story itself. Okay. Uh, a gentleman bought the house and actually opened it up almost as a tourist attraction. And he had that's people funny. going around digging in his backyard, looking for, for, in his garden for treasure and everything else.
2: Yeah, and he uh, also fixed one of the chairs to move by itself, and they caught him. <laughs> oh, that was well-publicized. So I, I thought that was interesting, a bit of history there. Um, I, I thought, what, what I thought was a fancy history was really that pirate did exist, and he did buy um, that that beautiful wedding gown, and these were the historical facts that do remain that can be tracked. But as far as, you know, um, the other stuff, I think it was a little tomfoolery going on there.
0: Yeah and I was going to say after the after the that uh it was purchased by a man who li- well there's a little bit of a thing but anyway, the guy who lives in it now absolutely swears that it is not haunted and uh yet yet in fact I have uh one of the uh people in the uh, net chat room it sent me a photograph of that house and it actually captured uh, an interesting uh, anomaly in it. And uh, that's not the first one I've seen. There were many, many like right. that. Uh, so, and you know,
2: hmm, the very thing interesting. Go
0: ahead, Go
2: ahead, There's a misconception between a house being haunted and a house having spirits. I mean, I believe that the Ocean Born Mary house does have spirits in it, whether it's actively being haunted. That, that could be a that could, maybe it's not, and maybe that's why he's telling you the house is not haunted because it's not. Maybe it just has spirits in it. Which well, well, could, I think be a whole thing. to me.
0: If you say haunting, it's if you have spirits in it. To me, it, that's a haunting. So whether you, it's your semantics of what a haunting is, other words, well, if I, think, you...
2: I think a haunting is when they're actively um, making a hell of a lot of noise and um, scaring you and moving your articles around, and yeah.
0: So you, you think, haunting, of, it, but you think of it more of as a negative, negative uh, concept?
2: Well, not necessarily. It could, could be just a, a spirit that assumes the same personality when they're dead. Uh, when they're alive now that they're dead, and they, they just might be an angry kind of, you know, old codger type of guy or, or woman and uh, just doing kind of nasty things. And they could be evil as well, too. But um, as far as, like, spirits, spirits are all over the place. You might be carrying uh, spirit energy from, like, a, a passed-away pet with you somewhere. That doesn't mean they're out, you know, barking or knocking things over. It just means they just happen to be floating around with the energy pattern in the room. So, mm-hmm. um, but in actual haunting, I think you you got, you got some problems there. You know, I think a lot of people just throw the haunted word out because it's like, hey, it raises money for fundraisers and this and that, and, you know, <laughs> so we all kind of use it real loosely. Right. So, so it's, you're saying it's basically active activity versus non activity yeah. between the haunting. Like and the, haunting and the would be the the activity, and right. spirits are just kind of hang around like your family members, right? Or pets. That's just you know they're just there. Okay, Yeah, that makes sense. Right. I mean, I'm glad you do, Anne. We get along <laughs> well, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, whatever.
2: We're going to beat up,
0: <laughs> Yeah, that Ron. Yeah, that's been tried before, too. Okay. But anyway, Cece, you are coming uh, on the 21st. You are going up to my event, which is called Dining with the Dead, and it's a, a monthly uh, thing that I run up at the Wyndham Restaurant, which is extremely haunted in Wyndham, New Hampshire, and it's dinner and a presentation. And have you ever been there?
2: You know what, Ron? I have never been inside the Wyndham restaurant. I've had oh. more people ask me to go, and, and I knew you were doing these events, and I'm sitting like, who's asked me? <laughs> and then you <laughs> didn't, and I was like, oh, so honored. And I'm thrilled to be there and to go and to just experience the energy when you walk in that door. I'm going to know it right away. And I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a historical building. We're going to have a lot of fun that night. And we're going to learn a lot from each other, too. We have a lot of discussion as far as the book goes and questions and answers. You know, whatever whatever people would ask of me, I'm all, I'm okay with.
0: Cool. And, and I'm really interested in what you're going to pick up that night because you've never – you just said you've never been there before. So this will be it's all new here. for you. So uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually I'll, – I'll record a little bit with you, and uh, uh, we'll come back on the show and see what you uh, found uh Oh, that sounds great. I'd love that. Yeah, I think think that'd be a great idea. Now, because uh, the the Wyndham Restaurant, I mean, I I have been there like umpteen billion times uh, investigating and also at at events, but uh, in fact, the first two chapters of Ghost Chronicles, our book that came out in September, is on the Wyndham, and I know that that restaurant is extremely hopping, and the first show we ever did, the podcast, uh, Why, for Told You That, we were in the attic of the Windham restaurant. And while we were doing the show, Maureen, of course, is a trans channeler, Uh, one of the drunks from the bars, actually Drunk Spirit, tried to pop in. And so uh, Maureen Mm -hmm. uh, disappeared from me on a little bit during the podcast, which was, I mean, the uh, broadcast, which was funny.
2: That's just, you know what, when you drive by the Wyndham restaurant, you can feel it, the energy just oozing out onto the road. You can't help but just stare at the building. I don't think there's anyone that's gone by in a car past the Wyndham, that cannot just take their head and look at it. No one just drives by. We all turn and look. I've seen it because there's a McDonald's across the street, and I've waited <laughs> there for people for an event. Uh, we gathered there to go up further up the street, up by, where the old Wyndham Playhouse used to be, and so we had an event up there. But I would wait, and I'd see the people pull around, and all, all their heads would turn to the Wyndham restaurant. It's like a magnet, you know, and that's, that's the energy there in that building. So I am looking forward uh, to going on June 21st. And so anybody out there, if you've got an opportunity to come by and see me and have some dinner,
0: It's yeah, conversation to
2: be great. Oh, you're going to be there too? Oh, this is good.
0: This is really good. In fact, uh, uh, Leslie, one of the girls in the chat room, the uh, net chat room, she was talking about, uh, we did a, actually a ghost hunt there at one time, and uh, she went and she picked up on that same drunk, believe it or not, the guy with the bad
2: teeth. <laughs> Does he have bad breath, too?
0: Really? Uh, I'll let you know. Actually, actually you if mine is, I if mine is bad, I can actually blame <laughs> it on him. That's a great idea. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Maybe we can call him forward and see if we can coach him out a bit.
0: <laughs> uh, we, we aren't going to incite him, are we? No. <laughs>
2: I won't wear anything seductive. Will you, Ron? I always do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. Up. Wow. I, I just disappeared. I just got cut off somehow. Really? Oh. Yeah, we we're talking about seductive clothes we're wearing to the window. What are you wearing, Ann? Oh, jeez. Oh. I'm not going to miss this. <laughs> I'm you know, oh, sorry. We, uh, actually,
0: we have a caller right now, and uh, why don't we bring her on the air, because I think she has uh, some comments regarding the, uh, the the Dining with the Dead in the Wyndham that, that she attended. Hello, Ann, is this you?
1: It's me, Ron. Hey, Ann, I'm, how are you? Out in, I'm good out in California. <laughs> wow. But I, Well, I'm originally from there, but I've just come out to California, and while I was home I had to make sure that I got to one of the Dining of the deads. We had done a series with Ron... Before that, and it was wonderful, um, but I had something happen that was kind of odd. The last night that we were there, my, my friend Kathy and I go, and uh, oh, you I hadn't had a chance to.
0: Was, t- w- Pardon? The, la- the last one when Jeremy was there, Jeremy one on the haunted lighthouses.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we were down at the back. We were sitting near the door, and um, we had had they had been served, We'd served, been served dinner. And I went looking for a fork, and I thought it was rather strange that I had a knife and a spoon and a napkin and no fork, and looked around the table and asked Kathy if she saw it, and she hadn't. So I got up and went to ask one of the waitresses for another another fork. So she brought me over another set of silverware, and I was sitting talking to Kathy, and I reached out to pick up my fork, and I, it suddenly dawned on me that I was using the fork that had been missing, because the other one was still in the napkin, rolled up with the other silverware. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I just I just kind of sat there for a minute and I said, Kathy, I have the fork. And she says, well, it must have been under something. I said, no, we looked for everything. And I just reached down and automatically picked it up and started using it without even thinking. <laughs> so it yeah. happened right out in the open there.
0: Coincidence? I think not. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's funny, Ann, is is uh, last time Jeremy was there, he was there last year because I like to get yeah, him. Yeah, I saw every... him there a
1: lot. We were there after that one, too.
0: All right, yeah, and... Um, um, you know, because the, the, his show, we, we donate a lot of the money to the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse for preservation of Portsmouth Lighthouse. But, um, that last time he was there, there was somebody sitting on the end by the, the, uh, door there. Right. And they actually saw a figure go by, but there was no one there.
1: Yep, they thought they saw a child go by. Exactly. You, you, yep. you remember that then, right? I do. I remember it. Oh, yeah, you don't forget those things.
0: <laughs> so, Cece, you're in for uh, a lot of, uh, excitement, I guess.
2: And I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait. When I, when I hear people talk about their stories there and the things that have happened, I am so looking forward to this. Mm-hmm.
1: And if so. nothing happens, it's a wonderful place anyway, and the food is great. So, And I'll be there.
2: And Ron yeah, will be there. and, and will be there. It's <laughs> all <laughs> worth it. Let's go.
1: That's
2: right.
0: So no, anyway, Ann, thank you Line so much up, for lady. calling in with that. And it's great to hear your voice. And actually, Anne sent me some photographs of the uh, Ocean Born Murray house.
1: Oh great! Yeah, that was they were one. My son gra- just graduated college up at the at New England College, which is right there in Hanukkah. And okay. I had been up there. I was waiting for him to change after one of his soccer games, and I decided to go down and take some pictures. And they were very interesting, very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just you can't really. It looks like a figure up in the top window. And I took you. Yeah, well, you going
2: bring You going to bring that picture with you on the twenty
0: first? oh I don't know, CC, because like it disappeared and for the longest time, and I just found it today on my laptop. So uh, nice. depending uh, what's going on, uh, hopefully I will bring it. But it is a cool picture. I, I looked it, at it, it briefly.
2: It, j- JPEG it to me. I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, like that's going to happen. I don't have time to breathe. <laughs> I don't have time to send <laughs> photographs. I need an <laughs> assistant. So if anybody's looking for a job out there, which pays nothing. Um, <laughs> But want to help the poor old guy? Then uh, certainly uh, contact me cause, Why did uh, you say
1: that when I was living in the in New England? <laughs> my my life is a mess. <laughs> help the technologically uh, challenged, huh?
0: No, I'm, okay. I'm I'm Pisces. I just like everywhere. That's my problem. <laughs> see, see, you're not you're not a Pisces, are you?
2: No, I'm not. I'm a Libra. Uh,
0: I'm Capricorn. a Capricorn. <laughs> so and so I'm you get it.
2: even real well. That's all
1: that means. <laughs>
0: So, so you guys have no excuses then. Okay, that's
1: okay. <laughs> <Nothing>. Office <laughs> computer stuff, it, I can help you with it, Ron. Just let me know.
0: Oh, maybe I'll have you do my fan
1: page, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. I can do that. There you
0: go. All right, we're definitely going to have to talk. But... Okay. All right, Ann, thank you so much for calling, and I really do appreciate that, because it fits perfect with what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> okay, take care.
0: Yeah, bye, Ann. Bye, bye, Bye. California girl.
1: Nice.
0: So... I think you've got uh, some uh, interesting uh, experiences waiting for you there up at the uh, Wyndham CC.
2: And like I said, I'm I'm extremely looking forward to going there and then meeting people that I haven't you know seen and talked to before and help. Hopefully, we can learn from each other. And I'm always a proponent of learning. I think you can never learn enough and you never know enough. So we're we're there to share and to just experience this place together. Yeah,
0: that'll be great. And if anybody wants to buy tickets, they can go to the. Any Ghost Project website, which is any like New England Ghost dot com. I was actually on WCC radio the other day, and I said, "Give out the website." It said, "Any Ghost and the guy says, All right, "What would you say?" So I have to go <laughs> NEghostproject.com. Ghost dot com. So you
2: were you on with Bruce Arnold?
0: I was on with Bruce, who has been indi- indicted, yeah, indicted, indicted. to the uh, Hall of Fame. Maybe in yeah, too. Bruce, I don't know. Bruce and I are <laughs> very
2: good friends. He's such a great man. I really, really admire him.
0: And, and actually, that's where our, our radio show started. Was on WCCM. Wow. Yep. Drive time on Friday nights. Started on Friday the thirteenth.
2: Rush oh, hour. Oh, was Rush
0: hour just got a little scarier. That was the, uh, that was our little thing. Wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, Mike anyway. and I were on it when it was on Friday nights. I think you were. Yeah, a couple years ago,
0: right? Those are the good old, th- you know what, time flies by. But anyways, right. Ann, you've actually got, a- I know Mike has gone up to the Wyndham, uh, you've never been here either.
2: I have never been to the Wyndham, and I would love to go up there, It's just finding the time, you know, shoving it into my schedule.
0: All right, somebody's outside. Cece, losing you? I'm still here. Okay, so oh. we picked up a lot, a lot of noise from you, your end. Oh, wow. there that's it is again. Interesting. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's EVPs. It says, "And we'll die." It's got to be an EVP. And we'll <laughs> die.
2: thanks a lot. Well, what about about to die, You know that. What about Ron? will die.
0: Hey, that's 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 given. <laughs> you know, you know the funny part about life is that as soon as you're born, you're one minute closer to your death.
2: Isn't that incredible? We're all destined to die. Wow.
0: But it's not a bad thing, so don't, don't,
2: don't fear it. Don't fear the remote. You know what? I guess maybe a lot of people do, do fear that, but I think if you do work in the paranormal or you educate yourself to the realm of the paranormal, it almost of a sudden becomes something that's so natural. I mean, it's going to happen anyway, but it becomes a continuation of your life, but just without your body. People don't understand that, but that's what we see constantly when we're um, working with the paranormal uh, in the field, whether it's doing EVPs or, um, you know, getting the pictures on, on, on film. Um, it's really quite exciting, actually, you know, to think about it, that they're all around us, and that's what we're going to be. I
0: know. It, it, it's it's really, I mean, I think so. The more you work with the paranormal, I think the less you fear uh, death.
2: right. Oh, my goodness. It sounds like a windstorm in here. I know. And and that's where? On whose phone? I believe
0: that's yours, Cece.
2: Oh, you know what? I'm actually traveling now, so maybe it is mine. Um, Our time was well spent at the Tenney Gatehouse, and we got the boot, so we had to go.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, they threw out. <laughs> well, I think what we'll do is we'll let you go, too. Uh, do you want to add anything else before we? That, I, I hate when people are driving in. And... In
2: talking. Okay, no problem. I just, I just want people to know I want them to come to uh, the Wyndham restaurant June 21st. Get into nhghostproject.com to order your tickets. And I'm, I look forward to seeing you there. And I'll answer any questions you have. We've got my book. And also tune in to um, me on June 16th at 10 p.m. You can go to my website and you'll be able to find everything about it ccthahuntress.com.
0: And actually, Cece, are our websites linked? I don't know if they are.
2: I don't know, but I'll make sure that I place the link.
0: If, if you if you do, uh, send the link to my webmaster because she's the one who handles it all. If you send it to me, it will be lost, like Anne's pictures were. No
2: problem. You've got it. I'll do
0: that. And actually, Leslie from the chat room wanted to know if that was Bob blowing in your ear. Yes, it
2: was Bob blowing in my ear. Okay, <laughs> that yes, explains a lot
0: then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we have been talking to C. C. Carroll, and she is the ghost huntress. I've seen, I've seen the little clips she used to do all the time, uh, the little video pieces. They are awesome. My, one of my favorite ones was the silly one at the uh, um, Budweiser plant in Murmurak. Uh, that was a blast. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was really did, cool. Yeah,
2: we did that as a promotion for the Rib Fest uh, for last year. Uh, was it? Yeah, because it was raining. They needed to raise funds, and they thought they weren't going to raise enough money. So I sat down and said, let me do a historical piece um, on the the ground the Rip Fest was on and uh, do something paranormal with it. And lo and behold, I did find that there was gold buried there, and it's it's not a lie. It's an actual fact, and uh, that created quite a stir, got me in the paper. And they sold more tickets that year than they have since, even on a sunny day. So that was really cool. I was able to help. And and speaking about
0: treasure, do you know that supposedly there was treasure buried under the the parking lot at the Tingsboro Mall?
1: Wow.
2: No way. Yeah, I'll I'll,
0: I'll have to tell you a story about that one. But, yeah, there there was a guy that buried uh, a bunch of treasure. Uh, they, They killed them and everything else, and they never recovered. He was supposedly buried three, and they only recovered two, so.
2: Uh-huh. Wow. Well, you know what? My husband's got a really good metal detector. Maybe we should go out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard getting through the uh, pavement.
2: <laughs> we'll bring a jackhammer, I'm
0: too. I'm the spot. Don't worry. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Cece, thank you so much. It was a blast. and We'll definitely have you back on again, and, and I will do a follow-up piece on what your impressions are at the Wyndham as well.
2: Great. Thank you, Juan, and thank you, Ann. I'll see you guys later. You're yeah, so thank welcome. you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh,
0: my goodness. Well, that hour flew by.
2: Yes, it did.
0: Anyway, uh, I do want to mention one other thing before I do forget, and that is this Saturday uh, we will be doing uh, ghost tours for the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse up at Fort, uh, whatever that Fort is up there, plus the lighthouse. And, and I believe um, you can go to our website. I know it's linked on it. And I think the 8 o'clock uh, tours are gone, but after that, I... I think there's openings on the other ones. I'm not sure, though. Um, also, um, the, all the money of that, go, by the way, goes to the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse. And you, you know, you wonder when you say, oh, what, what's going on with all the money? What, what do they do with the money? They just had the lighthouse painted, okay? It needed to be painted. You want to guess how much it costs to paint the lighthouse in?
2: Oh, I can't even imagine. You have, you have to have to have a crane, right? Or No, no, nope. it's only,
0: sca- only scaffolding.
2: Oh, uh, I don't even know. A million dollars? No, not a <laughs> no. million. What <would> are you, nuts? <laughs> I have no idea. $36,000. $36,000. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's, so that's,
0: that's, that's simply amazing for that. And, uh, and as you know, the Friends also acquired Whaleback Lighthouse and... Uh, uh, that I mean, the engineering study just to do the study on it was over a hundred and some odd thousand dollars. So oh, it's oh. a lot of a lot of tours to give, and a lot of uh, they, every Tuesday night they have uh, crews out of Kittery for, for that. I think it's only eighteen bucks for an 80, 80 minute tour. Uh, I know that we're doing a ghost tour on the thirty first, a three hour tour. <laughs> three uh-huh, hour, three tour. hour
1: tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so uh,
0: you know, I mean, that's that's. Uh, that's kind of cool. All that money goes to the uh, friends. So, anyway. what
2: What's the date on is it? June June or July?
0: What, what are we talking about? The uh,
2: three hour tour on the 31st. That is uh,
0: July 31st. July 31st.
2: Okay. It's
0: a three hour tour. And awesome. in fact, at the fact that in the end of August, we will also be doing a, uh, it's not for the friends, but we'll be doing a, a ghost ship with uh, Karen O'Keefe, too. But that's yeah. only a two, two hour one time to wrap it up so it's time
2: to say good night
0: yes good night and god bless everyone thanks for listening and tune in next week when we get
2: scared oh you're gonna love it Uh, we'll see
0: from bullies
1: to ghosties